All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Presented by Motilal Oswal Financial Services. Good morning. You're tuned in to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 17th of August. Former Prime Minister Atal Bihari Vajpayee, perhaps best known globally for his role in transforming India into a nuclear-armed nation, died yesterday at the age of 93. His BJP-led coalition government between 1998 and 2004 oversaw sweeping policy changes in telecommunications, education and privatization of state-run firms. The Indian rupee closed below the 70 per dollar mark for the first time after data released on Tuesday showed that the country's trade deficit widened to the most in five years. The markets were shut on Wednesday for Independence Day. The Indian currency fell 0.4% to close at 70.15 against the dollar. It had dropped to 70.39 in early trade, reaching the earlier intraday low of 70.08 that was hit on Tuesday. IDBI Bank is looking to complete the transfer of majority ownership from the government to Life Insurance Corporation of India within the next three months, according to B. Sridham, the MD and CEO of the bank. Three months after the Mental Health Care Act of 2017 came into force, the Indian insurance regulator has notified insurers to cover medical treatment for mental illnesses. In news in the automotive space, Maruti Suzuki India has hiked prices of its vehicles by up to 6,100 rupees to partially offset an increase in commodity and distribution costs and adverse foreign exchange rates. The company said this in a statement. Five of India's six Monetary Policy Committee members voted for a hike in rates at the policy review meeting earlier this month, but most believed that prevailing global and local uncertainties justified a neutral stance. That's according to the minutes of the August meet that were released on Thursday. For all the details in those minutes, do log on to the website bloomberquin.com and search for the story. In international news, President Donald Trump prodded China to offer more at the bargaining table as the two countries prepared for their first major negotiation in more than two months in an effort to head out an all-out trade war. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan moved to shore up alliances in Europe and West Asia, easing pressure on the battered lira as the standoff between Ankara and Washington deepened. According to Finance and Treasury Minister Berat Albayrak, Turkey won't impose capital controls. However, Turkey's attempt to assuage investors were undercut somewhat by Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin's announcement that the US is ready to slap Turkey with more sanctions if Erdogan refuses the quick release of an American pastor. In international markets, Japanese shares rose in early trade, while futures signaled gains for when Hong Kong and China markets opened, after all major US stock benchmarks climbed. Gains were buoyed by optimism over the planned trade talks between the US and China, as well as a soaring retail sector. Food retailers posted their biggest gains since November, after Walmart said grocery sales spurred strong earnings results. The Nasdaq and S&P 500 gained 0.4 and 0.8% respectively, while the Dow climbed nearly 400 points. It's now over to Shraddha Babla for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Shraddha. How's it looking today? Good morning, Alex. Good morning, everybody. SGX Nifty Futures is suggesting a flattish start to trade here today. 
In terms of stocks to watch, you have Iron Exchange, which has received an order worth 438 crores. Tree Hotels has signed an agreement for 90-room property at Vijayawada in Andhra Pradesh. The hotel is expected to be operational by June 2020. Persistent Systems has partnered with Three-Phase Electric to develop IoT solutions. Gati has clarified that All Cargo Logistics buyout plan has not yet been finalized and the management is still evaluating opportunities. Cosmo Films will be in focus as well. They've launched CPP metallized films for laminate structures. AstraZeneca Pharma has received a Form 45 permission from DGCI, which is a marketing authorization, and this is for a cancer drug in India. TCS has signed a new agreement for digital transformation with Scotland-based improvement service. Uh, that apart, you have Dixon Technology, Mahindra Live Space Developers, Deep Industries and Khadim India, which will be meeting investors today. In brokerages, UBS has upgraded DLF from neutral to buy and also raised the target price from 235 to 300 rupees, saying that the balance sheet strengthening is going unnoticed and that the development business will largely be self-funding. But there's lots more that you need to know before trade actually starts. And for that, you can log on to our website www.bloombergquint.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Shraddha. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. And in fact, for the week, do tune in next on Monday morning for all the updates that you need for the new week. That's all you need to know today. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.